0: Second and victory. The vibes were high. The stadium was rocking. The boys had the energy. And once again, they find a way to let us down. Welcome back to the Second Victory Podcast. My name is Austin Nelson. Before we get into it, hit pause, stop the podcast, go hit subscribe, and make sure you download our episodes. Make sure you spread the word about the Second Victory Podcast. We appreciate all your support. We truly do. We are growing this podcast, and uh, we need your help with that. We are brought to you by BroadwaySportsMedia.com. BSM, for those that have not paid attention, Paid attention. Have relaunched with a new logo, a ton of new features, including a Broadway Insider Broadway Insider Pass, where you get exclusive access to all premium articles. Go check out Broadway Insider. Uh, I know they're running some killer specials right now, so take advantage of that offer. Broadway Sports Media is the best place to get your latest Titans news and coverage. You can also get Nashville SC and the Nashville Predators coverage as well. And make sure you go to Twitter. Hit hit us with the follow at Second and Victory. As always, I am joined by my two favorite co-hosts in the entire world, Brett Bachelor, Chris Carter. What's up, boys? How's it What's going? What's going on? I wish we were talking on different terms tonight, but I, I think this yeah. is—I think we want to go ahead and get this vent session out the way. I hate that it's going to have to come after the New York fucking Giants. There's going to be a lot of F-words tonight. I'm going to go ahead and point that out. Right, there's going to be a lot of F-words on this podcast. This is going to be a, a family-friendly podcast tonight, uh, so... If you're the family that cusses a lot, this is the podcast for you. <laughs>
1: um,
0: yeah, go ahead and get this vent session out the way because there's a lot to unpack here, a lot to talk about. Um, yeah. Where do y'all want to start? <laughs> what do you really want to get into to start with? Uh, Third the, quarter. The offense, the, uh, the, the second half, the offensive coordinator. Let's start, the let's start something good. Let's start with some of the good. Oh, you want to start with the good. Okay, all right. Yeah, let's start with <laughs> the good. On good. I'm, I'm cool uh, with that, too.
2: I, I think the rookie class looked good. Um, I think the our two, I mean, Farley didn't see many snaps, but I think the two guys from last year that were injured, um, him and, and Weaver, Weaver was a beast. I mean, we, and we kind of knew that like he would be, right? I mean, it's a, it's a situation where he looked like an absolute stud in the preseason last year. Uh, then got hurt really early on, and um, that dude just came out firing on all cylinders last night. That was re- or yesterday. That was really fun to watch.
1: Kyle Phillips too, man. I mean, you talk about you talk about touching the football for the first time in your NFL career on that on the first punt return of the game. Yeah. I mean, and then the fa- the fact that you're going down the field, in the football game late in the first quarter, or late in the fourth quarter, and he's the guy that you're looking for. You know what I'm saying, like he's the guy that puts you in field position to set up the game when he kicks. So the fact that he's already got that much poise with Tannehill, I think that says a lot too.
0: I'm right there with you guys. Uh, Burks looked good uh, when he did touch the ball yeah. when he was on the field. Um, yeah, and was, you can tell like he's one of those. He's one
2: of those guys you put the ball in his hands and he's going to make a play. He did it every time he touched it yesterday.
0: Every
2: time. Uh, when are you got
0: to? That, that's the thing that I was I was more upset with 20, now, looking back at it. 22 snaps, I think, for Burks? 30, 30, 37% of the offensive the snaps, Traylon Burks is on the field. That seems like I an mean, issue.
2: And that seems like, I mean, I mean, in my opinion, you, you want your playmakers on the field. Um, and I would think Ryan Tannehill wants his playmakers on the field. I think he's your best playmaker. Like ar- arguably, he's your most talented receiver from a, from an athletic standpoint. He's a open field demon, um, and for him to not be on the field, I think it is just it, it's questionable more than anything.
0: So well, I talked about it last week, and you told me not to worry about it yet. But the 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 nervousness of Kayla Farley has has gone up just a little bit. Okay, oh, yeah, I agree. Fifteen snaps from Farley. And obviously I think that's it's on it's coaching. There's nothing that, that Frawley did wrong. When I when I saw him on the field, he looked fine. He was making some plays, had some good tackles. So I don't think it was it wasn't a Caleb thing. I think the more snaps yeah. you give him, he's gonna he's gonna get better. Um but it's obvious that Roger McCurry is C B two. That we've known this kind of off camp. This is no surprise. Um but I I, I think there was some good and there's some bad out of McCurry out of Got Fulton. Burned.
2: Fulton especially. Was, a little bit.
0: With Farley, yeah. did you? I and I don't
2: have the data to support this, but it felt like watching the game that he was like pretty much just a third down cornerback. Yeah, which is kind of a weird a, a weird way to use the corner, right? I mean, that's not something you see very often. Uh it, And it wasn't a situation where he was coming in as a nickelback. Yeah. Ugo was primarily Ugo. the nickelback. Yeah, yeah. thirty eight um, snaps at Ugo. So it was, it was a situation where I, I primarily felt like I was seeing him on third down. And I do you thought think that's a that way of
1: strange. trying to ease him back into the game, or do you think that's just what he's best at right now?
2: I mean, it's possible. Like, But the interesting part is like they, they only want to play him on third down, which is a guaranteed passing down in most cases, right? Unless it's third and short. And... But then you're hyping up McCreary like he's your, best, your second best corner out there. It's just weird that they would take him off the field to put Farley in on that circumstance. I don't
0: know. The usage was just weird to me. The usage across the board was odd. To me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. We can go ahead and get into that. Um, I don't know what Jeff Swaim has over the <laughs> coaching staff. I don't know if, if they owe the coach I've owes him money because they don't because they gave this man $3 million this season. We're still scratching our heads over that. So I don't know what they love about Jeff Swain. And this is no disrespect to the person of Jeff Swain, but to the football player. You, brother, you shouldn't be on the snaps. field. Okay. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be on the field. And if you're on the field, it's because it's a red zone situation. You're blocking, whatever that case may be. But to get more snaps than Derrick Henry – Mm-hmm. Is mind blowing, yeah. And the usage of Jeff Swain was mind blowing. I'm shocked of how much they use Jeff Swain and how much they use Cody Hollister. Dude, you had th- you had third and four yeah. in the uh, red
1: zone, and you had Tory Carter, Jeff Swain, and Cody Hollister on the field. That was your setup.
2: Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't—it doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. I, and 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 here's the thing, like. We've talked about this before. Tannehill's a guy that really, like, will sling it to anybody, right? But I text I text you guys this today. I don't understand how a a, a quarterback of Ryan Tannehill's caliber isn't throwing a fit that the personnel usage is so questionable. Like, that, no matter how he distributes the ball, it, he's an NFL quarterback. He has to want his best playmakers on the field, Right. And he's like, you, I mean, like you said, and he's in the red zone, and he's got, again, no offense to the person Jeff Swain, no offense to the person Tory Carter. I I love Tory Quarter, um, but like that's not a situation where you want that to be one of your receiving options. I noticed, I, and I was complaining about this the whole game. I think Traylon Burks is probably your, one of your better red zone threats, yeah. just because he can high point a ball, and he was hardly playing in the red zone.
0: Just, yeah. It's weird. Let me let's back up though. I want to I want to finish on some of the on the good. We didn't we didn't mention I wanna wanna talk about that. The uh pass rush, uh game one without Harold Landry, didn't seem like there was a massive issue. And they as the Giants. They're probably they don't have the best line in the league, but they also have two, like we talked about last week, two stud tackles. Mm-hmm. Uh and Andrew Thomas and Evan Neal. Uh Tannehill played well. Tannehill's, for I don't care who wants to talk about. It, I'll fight no, you for it. Tannehill was not the reason Titans lost yesterday. No, he, he was is one of the, the, only that reason the they game. had a chance at the end. One hundred percent. Now he wasn't yeah. perfect. He missed some throws, uh, missed he some did. reads, but he's not the reason why they lost that game yesterday. He, I think that,
2: uh, that throw four, to that throw that to Kyle so one of the prettiest throws Tannehill's
0: made in the Titans uniform. <laughs> 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 I mean, it was gorgeous. Uh, I think I saw the tweet, 14 of 15 for 151 so yards So he best out of his action. whole career. So that seems to still be working in the Titans offense, so do more of that. Do less Please. running on first downs and more of that. Right. Uh, I think – what was the stat, guys? Help me out here. 18 of we're 25 rushing. first downs were rushing. Mm-hmm. Vrabel talked about on, on a show that he wanted to establish the run uh, in that – uh, they're paying Derek a lot of money and wanting you know wanting him, him to get going. Well, when it's not working, it's just not working, Coach. Man, You're the paying money. Robert Woods yeah. a lot of money and you didn't even target two targets. Him I believe
2: yesterday, so exactly.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean, and
2: that's
0: that's nothing for what's uh, uh, effectively I can your tell wide receiver you, one. Yeah,
1: two targets, one catch, thirteen yards. Robert Woods.
0: Jeff Simmons, like I talked about in the pass rush. Jeff Simmons looked good. Gone. Weaver looked good. Bud was fast. Um, hell, De- 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 Demarcus Walker was making plays in the first quarter.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, listen, they went, they went what, seven deep on the D-line. They did. All of them looked good. Like, everybody that played on the D-line looked good, I thought. Demarcus Walker made plays. Kevin Strong made plays. Deshaun Hand made plays. Obviously, Jeff Simmons <laughs> made plays. Like, it was – it was a really good game, I thought, especially in the first half. The issue half for me was line. once
1: Saquon got past that defensive line, then the run games went straight. Down, the run defense went straight downhill, straight down. Yep.
0: Yeah, I, I, they, the linebackers weren't noticeable yesterday, which
2: is something that. You know, we've all kind of talked about is the biggest concern. You think they miss Money Rice when it
1: comes to run stuffing and and filling up the gaps?
0: Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, he was. He showed he could do it last year. So Long was second with the team yesterday in tackles with eight. uh, Cunningham was six. I mean, you want your two linebackers to have more tackles than than fourteen combined? So they they need to be better uh, against Buffalo. But that was most of the good. Um, if we miss anything, Kevin Byard,
1: Montee Hooker interception, Notaryll Hilliard,
0: Dontrelle Hilliard. If you would have told me Dontrelle Hilliard would have been the only touchdowns <laughs> for the Tennessee Titans, I would have said you're lying. No chance. They scored in their opening drive, and it was great. Both it was great. great,
2: great. It's both great plays
0: too. Yeah, great drive, great play. Um, yeah, it was nuts. It was good for him though. For sure, but yeah, a lot of bad though. Um, Derek looked slow. didn't look did look great. And again, I, I told you guys that stat. He averaged fifty two yards in week one games. Uh, on 20, carries. Um, Twenty carries. Twenty uh, carries. We know Derek, he'll, he'll get going later on in the season. Um, Fulton not great. Like we talked about, Phillips up and down, um, the targets for Austin Hooper and Robert Woods. That was interesting. I, I told you guys Austin Hooper's kind of been irrelevant this entire it made, it time make any he's with the Titans to me, so though. far. not no talked about a whole because lot because
1: he's supposed to be the, the savior at not, that end.
0: Not talked about a lot in camp. It's just kind of been so well under the record. radar.
1: It, I'm pretty sure neither like, one of them came until the fourth quarter.
2: It was, uh, I mean, the. I think the key thing in in the use of of the the tight ends primarily is that you didn't really even use your two best receiving tight ends as receiving tight ends. Like, even Swain got four targets, I think, compared to what was it one, one chig, for Chig one and Hooper, one for Hooper? Swain. Four. Yep. I mean, you. Your worst receiving threat at tight end is doubling it up plays the and catches combined. and all like, of it. Everything. Draymond says no there. That's why he was tight in one because
1: um, he he's our best blocking guy.
2: <laughs> okay, then let, <laughs> let him be block. the number one why blocking tight end. Are you throwing him the ball? It, it, just things like that make no sense in in the the personnel usage of this roster, and you know I. I uh, I thought yesterday that like, it really didn't seem very apparent that Tim Kelly had had any kind of, any kind of impact on this offense whatsoever. But, uh, you know, I do think, you know, maybe the play action, some of the play action integration, uh, back into the fold is probably coming from him. Some, um, but overall, I mean, it still felt like a Todd Downing game, a, a Todd Downing offense. Um, and it, and it didn't really showcase any growth from, like, it, I didn't see anything yesterday that made me think that he learned anything he from the failures of last
1: year. Honestly.
0: So, the Titans failed on eight third downs. Uh, the final six uh, were all you know five is, yards man? to go. The final four you know how bad were that three is? yards or less. And two, oh. two of them... <laughs> Being third and one with that one handoff, like we talked about the tight end. What are you doing? I mean, don't make football hard. How many of those
2: could yeah, Ryan Tannehill have just
0: fallen forward and gotten? How many we have seen that before? We've seen it, it with the game on the line.
1: Oh, sneak. Ryan can do it.
0: Oh my! Nate, I mean, or,
2: the, or even the the Tannehill route out of the back, yeah. The, route, the, the, bat, like the yeah. fake handoff,
0: like, yep, he got. And I tweeted yesterday that he was too cute at times, yeah. way too conservative at times. That yeah. loss was 100% on the coach. He said it was very. I, it's one of the first times like that you can say yesterday.
1: that he was out coached yep. in a football game
0: by yep. a brand new first year head coach.
1: Brand, first, time, first time ever offensive coordinator.
0: Yep. Was, and guys, and this may be the, the fame of me coming out, but I, I watch every game. So, the Titans usually don't let teams beat Correct. them. They, they beat, beat themselves. Yesterday, yesterday was a yeah. prime example. of that. If you go to back to last year, a lot of those losses, every loss, the six losses last year, you go through every single game and they beat themselves. Maybe the Cardinals yeah. game, maybe the exception. When the Cardinals just absolutely whooped their ass. But other than that, they beat themselves. And uh, yesterday was a prime example of that. And that was one game you probably needed to have. Because the schedule, we've talked about it a thousand Mm -hmm. times. This next week isn't going to get any easier. You're you're playing arguably the best team in football at home in Buffalo, Monday night football. They just come off one of the rowdiest wins they've ever had on the road in LA to start the season. It's not going to get any easier. So what happened? the, The
2: only really good thing is that you're playing at Buffalo in September. Uh, Can you imagine having to play this game in November? It'd be rough.
0: And we know this. We know Titans. I've been telling a lot of people this that they're going to win. What's going to happen?
1: They're going to win. They'll go
0: in and handle it. They'll beat Buffalo. (laughs) It it, it, it just doesn't make sense. It does not make any sense. Um, Now, guys, I I mean, I'll be shocked if they beat Buffalo. I truly will. Um, But I think this is a. They look. They all look at themselves in the mirror. I think nobody's happy about yesterday, they, they all know they gave a game away. Do they practice harder this week? Probably. Uh, does it help that Buffalo's going to come off, what, how of is rest, 11 man. days of rest, probably? That could, that could help in a sense that they're rusty. Um, I also think, and this is kind of going sidetracked here, I think resting starters in the preseason is very overrated.
2: I agree. Do you think it has
0: anything to do with the, with the rust yesterday, maybe the, the cohesion. Um, yeah. I, and, and and it's weird
2: because the the spot that that I thought we would see that the most was the offensive line and I thought they played MPF well. had a nice game. Um, so yeah, the MPF was a beast I thought. I mean, he played really well for his first, you know, his first pro game. Um but he also, you know, got run in the preseason. So he was probably the most ready to go out there of the offensive line. Um but yeah, you know, I think it's uh I think it's a situation where, yeah, I mean, like, I, I think three preseason games, there should be at least one where your starters are playing something. A quarter, two drives, like yeah. something. Um, and I, I think the NFL, you know, I, I think I heard Buck say it the other day, Buck rising, the, the NFL is still trying to figure it out, only having three preseason games, how to, how to load manage and all of that. But I think it's going to come down to a situation where, we're going to start seeing starters a lot more often in the preseason. I mean, look at all the teams that lost yesterday that are, you know, top tier teams in the NFL Titans, Packers, um, Cardinals, Broncos, like, oh, sorry, not Broncos, uh, Raiders. Like those are all teams that are probably playoff teams. Yeah. I mean, 49ers. Um, so, I, yeah, I mean, I think it's a situation where it, it needs to probably be happening more. Um, and hopefully it does at some point.
0: And it may just be how their offenses are um, equipped, the Bills. I mean, they, they played in preseason. The Chiefs yep. well, almost played in preseason, I think, I'm pretty sure. Um, and it may just be their offenses. It could be just be the quarterbacks, but they at least played. It, it still shows you something that they had some sort of um, reps in the preseason. They, they're, they're not going out week one blindly and hoping, all right, here we, here we go. It, we at least saw they saw some action from them in the preseason. So I, that's something else I thought about that. I think next season, maybe Vrabel and, and Robinson will reevaluate. I don't know if they will,
1: man. I really do Cause I think that could help.
0: They may not, but that's I, it's something point. I, at least I thought about. And, and so, um, and maybe that's why Derek was so slow. so slow. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, he,
2: he's even had load management big time in practice. Like the guy just hadn't right. been running that much, you know what I mean? So,
0: I also want to talk about. I mean the 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 drop off after halftime. Energy was good first half. Um, that game could have been over in the first yeah. half. It could have been twenty one nothing. It could have been more. What um, they should have
2: done was had the players stand out on the field next them six
0: <laughs> and then they, they would have should been have. It would have been like, hard going into the stadium. I, I was stadium, like... It was cool. I don't <laughs> think I've ever and never will hear again. Bands make or dance in Nissan Stadium. <laughs> that was nuts. That was awesome. But it was cool to see Juicy J. That was awesome. Um, but they just came out flat in the second half. Um, yeah, it, it looked like a completely different team. It did. And,
2: and going back mean? to the coaching that that Brett was talking about the. The Giants came out and changed their game plan, and and you know kind of figured out what was what wasn't working and fixed it. Whereas it seemed like the Titans didn't change anything and weren't equipped to handle the changes that the Giants made.
1: I mean, but I mean, it's not your job to figure it out. I mean, I know it's easy to say that, but I mean, like you got to adjust on the fly. If they come out with something different, you got to be ready for it. Because Mike Mike said that too. He said we noticed they were playing. I remember which one was first, so I apologize for not remembering which one was first. But he either said, you know, they were playing a lot of zone. We came out of halftime. They were playing a lot of man. And we just, you know, it took us a while to adjust. Or they either came out in man. And after halftime, they came out in zone. You should, but you have packages for that. You know what I'm saying? Just because they switch doesn't mean you got to keep calling the same thing.
2: Yep. It was weird. That's the, that's the theme of this podcast. It was weird. That whole, the whole game was just, I mean, the second half, it just felt like, um, you know, they came out flat, like, like you're saying Austin, but it also felt like the, the team wasn't in a situation where they felt urgent, like urgency. Like they felt like it kind of felt like they felt like they had it in the bag. You know what I mean? They got complacency. It was a 13 to nothing lead. Like uh, they yeah, there was complacency for sure.
0: The point of the game is to score as many points as you can in 60 minutes. I tweeted this yesterday. Look at Kansas City. I feel like every time we looked at the score yesterday, Mahomes had another touchdown. He threw for five touchdowns. They put up forty six points, 45 points against a very a pretty good Cardinals team. Do that. Beat bad teams as much as you can, as bad as you can. Run the score up. That's the entire point. Why I get complacent?
1: They always have they score always have. every
0: time you have the ball. I just don't. I don't get it. I don't understand the the whole point of of running on first and second down and and then throwing behind the chains on a third down. That I saw that way too I'm many to times. To Jeff Swain. Uh, on Sunday. Just multiple things. Oh, real. The run game never felt established, even with Hilliard. I still want to see Haskins. I don't think we'll see Haskins anytime soon. But I still want to see Haskins. I think Haskins gives you a little bit something else than a Hilliard does when it comes to running the football. I agree.
2: I mean, I think – I I love Hilliard as, as the third down bat, but I think if Henry's not going to be out there on first and second down, it needs to be Haskins. Um, he's more of that, you know, in between the tackles runner than than Hilliard is. That, you know, I think he can make some things happen.
0: And then the run defense—we kind of hit on it earlier. The run defense was that was very un-Titans-like, un-Vrabel-like. Uh, one of the strong points of this team the last couple years has been the run defense. Mm-hmm. Not yesterday. Got to give credit to Saquon. I'm glad he's well, back. I wish he came wish back next week. Back. He looked good. I'm glad to see I'm glad to see Saquon healthy, but that, that was that was crazy that he ran all the all I'm the telling you, I just don't like think
1: they did. have the depth there. to like, if so, if somebody if a, if a good enough running back gets past that defensive line, I don't. There's just not enough depth there to 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 make the stop before the run before the running back goes 10-12 yards.
2: All did it feel like left. they weren't? Did it feel like they weren't putting enough bodies know. in the box? I mean, I don't I don't know that they were using much outside of. You know, six, and I feel like you should have probably started stacking it a little bit well, more, especially because you also had the throw of Daniel Jones running several times.
1: To? I mean, I know they threw it to Sterling Shepherd. Yeah, I mean shoot. Richie James.
2: Richie James well, was I a mean, beast. Kadarius D- D- Tony
1: played <laughs> seven snaps. So I mean, if, they're, if that's yeah. what they're doing, I mean, you got that's their that's supposed to be their superstar.
2: Yeah, it's interesting that, that they didn't try weird. to do that more. I thought that was very um, rude. Yeah. I, 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 he feels like he could be in well, the so, I mean every playmaker. time he touched
1: the ball yesterday something um, happened. So I mean.
2: Yeah. And and yeah it, it was weird that it, they didn't try to do that more often. I mean, I don't know if he he doesn't know the playbook, but like who cares? Like put him put him a play in that he knows and throw him out there like those are things I don't understand.
0: I don't want to overreact just yet. It, it is week one, um, the and we saw four. a lot of good. We saw a lot of good. We did, we did. especially we, the first half. It, it just build off that. Be be better than you were in the first half. Continue to 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 make the plays, make the decisions you made in the first half. Don't get complacent. I I, I don't understand what I mean. They you they're using. LaJuan said it. We're usually a second half team, and they they weren't. But I don't over overreact just yet. I think um, again, there's wait, there's 16 weeks left. Yeah, we have a lot more time. Got a to, ton of time to figure this out. I just yeah. hope it doesn't come to a yeah. point where we're we're already looking at mock no. drafts in November.
2: If we're looking at mock drafts in November, I hope we're also looking at Malik Willis on the field. Just because your prediction? I mean, my prediction would be really shot. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Did you change it? No, I said zero yards, zero plays. Oh, zero. Yeah, that's right. I don't yeah. know. It's I I I agree. It's way too early to overreact. It's way too early to to think that it's going to be a failure of a season. But in the end, it was a bad loss, and now you have to go play.
0: That loss was almost Buffalo. as bad. That loss was almost as bad as the last Titans loss against Cincinnati. In their own way. Yeah. Almost as bad. Yeah. Um, it just wasn't Tannehill's fault at all. It was the opposite. It was yep. the run defense and it was the coaching. I just I, I that's the that's the one thing I want to see next week. win or lose in Buffalo. Uh is the coaching better, is the decision making better, is the play calling better? Is the personnel different than what personnel, we're Personnel,
1: I don't I don't have any don't reason know. to believe that's gonna be any better, honestly. From what I, from what we've seen last year, and nothing, no, really, any changes or adjustments yesterday. I don't have any reason to believe that it's going to be any better. This is going to be, I think, right now. This is going especially, to be a team that's going to that's going to score anywhere from fifteen to twenty five points and just try and keep the other team from not doing it.
2: I mean, especially after hearing what Vrabel said about Swaim and defending yep. that, yeah. I mean, it's going to take it's going to take Vrabel to to force force the change. And I don't no, think he's going I don't to either. do it. So, but it, you know, it. it the, I think the big difference between the defensive situation with Jim Schwartz being brought in last year and the offensive situation this year with Kelly being brought in is Kelly feels more like insurance than Schwartz did. Schwartz felt like a Schwartz felt like a component, right? Like something that that could bring some different eyes, some different input. Uh, that sort of thing to the defense. But it feels to me like a situation where there's a shorter leash with Downing um, and Kelly was brought in as, as the insurance in case, in case that. That's a good point,
1: bro. Out. I hadn't honestly thought about it that way. And who knows? I mean, maybe if something does happen that I, and if some say something does happen, I would not be shocked at all. If he's gone ahead and named the permanent OC, uh, just the way, cause that's the way Brable likes to do things. But I mean, you never know. You never. Know,
0: you really do. You never know. Um, Titans and they missed a real opportunity to to go up. You know, in the division uh, after Dude. the Jags lost, and then what a game in in Houston with the Colts and Texans tying. Which I don't care who it is. Ties are stupid. They should never Max. happen. In a billion-dollar industry, the sport that is the NFL, I, 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 who agreed to that? Who said yes? Let's tie. I don't. I, I understand player safety, but figure something else. And they out. agreed to it this past CBA too. Again, if you don't, if you don't, if it's a tie after the first overtime, then then do, college football. one hundred
2: percent. It's one hundred percent a situation where they don't want games to go long because of TV money.
0: Fuck your TV money. <laughs> the make game shorter than. I, I don't know, Maybe. but you, you, these players make so much money and they work so hard to tie. No fan can sell
2: ads for overtime. I, guess. I
0: promise you. I'd rather lose than tie. I'm uh, serious. I, I think ties are. I promise you I would. I, I don't want another number on my dude, record. I, I don't want a 0, zero, zero I mean, one. It looks so stupid.
1: I'd rather tie than lose, man. I mean, it, I'd rather
0: lose and then learn from
1: it than than a tie. We should have won for a tie.
0: Oh, they should have won. They could have lost? No.
2: I'm cool that it happened to the Colts, though.
0: It's kind of funny. But now they're the division leaders.
2: (laughs) The the fact that they still haven't won
0: uh, a week one game. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, the streak continues. It does. does. What's that tweet that went around yesterday saying uh, every AFC. the AFC South is the worst division of football and, and yeah, state of the team
1: in the AFC South <laughs> won a game today, and two of the AFC South teams played each other.
0: That is so funny. <laughs> Just proves the it the worst division of the It's sad, the true. of the state of the state of the state of the state of the Traylon of the state of the Traylon stood
1: out to me, the state stood out to me. the state stood out to me. Uh, NPF stood out to me. Uh, and, to be honest with you, I don't think, other than a couple plays yesterday, I don't b- believe we have any reason at all to not think that this can be an elite defense. Uh, the D-backs, I thought were for solid except for a couple plays. Uh, Christian Fulton was okay. We know what the defensive line can do. Again, we've been talking about linebackers for a couple weeks. That's going to be the weakness. But f- from what I saw yesterday, and we'll, we'll really know on Monday night against Buffalo, and that, elite, that elite offense. But I mean, there's not much that that shows me that says that this defense can't be elite. Like they they can definitely get to that level. We
2: did, we do need to do a shout out to a money yeah. to get paid yeah, and then make a huge play. Love that. Love seeing a love seeing a dude get paid and then continue to earn it like that. Awesome. A terrible
0: decision oh by my gosh Jones on that throw.
2: Yeah. It's awful.
0: Just trying to get it to take one again. might as well, right? Everything else was working for him. Uh, I watched I – so we were telegating yesterday, and my buddy had his, had his TV in the back of his forerunner. Um, uh, Shout-out Dalton. If he's listening to the podcast, he usually does. Uh, Shout-out Dalton. Um, and the rain was hit and miss all day before the game. And we were kind – of, I mean, I, I prepared for rain. I don't know, Chris, I don't know if you brought a poncho or not, but I, I yeah, was – I, I
2: had a rain jacket on, effectively wore swimming trunks. Did you? <laughs> like, I, like Yeah.
0: I wore shorts and compression shorts. I knew I was going to get wet. Like, I, I, I prepped for it. I mean, it was week one. I couldn't miss that game. Um, And watched all the games on red zone. That Steelers-Bingles game was pretty good. Um, Lamar showed out yesterday. Devin Durant ain't played well, Chris. Yeah. Texas boy. Yep. Um... I hate to bring it up, guys, but I have to say it. AJ Brown, ten receptions,
1: one hundred
0: and fifty-three yards, breaking Brown
1: tackles across good. the middle, ripping I mean, down the sideline.
2: We didn't have any doubt that he would look good in Week One. It's Week Ten when AJ is <laughs> questionable.
0: Fair, fair.
2: Um, no, he looked great though. Uh, the The receiver I want to shout out though is. The guy that's gonna end up being the best receiver in the league and that's dude, Jet. Dog Justin man. Jefferson dog. That that man is something different, dude. He looked awesome yesterday.
0: It's crazy that the trade that sent Diggs to Buffalo yeah, saw that. the pick yeah, saw that. The got back was Justin Jefferson.
1: It's a great you know, great so thing. both, for both team, sides.
0: It's a Saw so a tweet. It was like one of the, it's one of the more fair trades in, in league history. I think both sides are happy. I think that they, they, you know, Minnesota got its guy and Jefferson and in Buffalo got its guy and Diggs. So,
2: yeah. yeah, I mean, shout out me. My three fantasy wide receivers yesterday were were uh, <laughs> Jefferson, Diggs, and AJ Brown. Oh my god! So, yeah, I was yeah. I, I had a good
0: I had a good day. Would you go Jefferson Diggs with your first two picks?
2: Uh, it was a keeper league, oh, so I actually wow. traded. I traded for uh, Jefferson. I traded up for Jefferson in the draft last year, and so I kept I kept all three all three of them were my keepers this year.
0: You know who looked bad yesterday? You know who looked I worse than the Titans?
1: And
0: the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Ooh. I'm telling you, bro.
0: Yeah, and they just lost their and
1: quarterback probably, probably their for coach. what,
2: six, seven weeks. And de- yeah, I, I, I
0: think I think Cowboys fans were secretly hoping for a bad season. I don't think anybody wants McCarthy We there. know who they – we, I think we all know that. who
1: they want. <clears throat> Absolutely. Sean
0: Payton. I hope it happens. I was in the gym today, and he uh, – Sean Payton hopped on Colin Cowherd, and I did not get to listen to it, but I hope Colin asked him some pretty good questions, um, specifically about coaching again. Uh, I'd like to see what he said. But um, I'm, I'm over the Dallas Cowboys. I, I, I'm good. over the the. They're, just, they're, they're not good. good. I just don't. Talk They've about... effectively not done anything in Brett's lifetime. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: no, literally, <laughs> no. I I just don't understand why they get so much publicity. On TV, is it because they're the most popular team in the NFL, probably. But they're not a good football team. Money, yeah, probably so, Brett. Yeah. Like, talk, but talk about good teams. Talk about the Chargers. Talk but about see, the Chiefs. Talk about—I
1: I think it's that way though too. Get the Giants because you go for the most popular team. They're the most popular team, and if you think about it, when when they were in their heyday, in the '80s and '90s and stuff like that, people and honestly the '70s too, that was still times when like, TV channel TVs would only get like 20, 25 channels, and since they were the most popular team, they were always on TV. And so all the people that are older than us now grew up watching them because that's the only game they could get on their TV Are so fans of them now. And I think it just keeps pushing and pushing and pushing in that direction.
0: What kills me, too, is that when you, when they talk about the Cowboys or the Lakers or LeBron or somebody like that, the, their big story, they, they there's three different segments on it yep. in the show. The show is usually like three hours long. And they'll ask the same question three different Bro, ways. all
1: you got to do, all you got to do and is watch top. first take and get up. And seventy-five percent of the show is cowboys.
0: Undisputed is the worst. Well, skip Bayless.
1: And he said, "Do you hear that dumb comment he said today about Cooper Rush?" Yeah. Yes. You didn't see it, Chris? What was it? Dude, I don't even. Mm-hmm. He said at times. He said that... that Cooper can be as good as, as good as, if not better, than Dak Prescott. No. So he, so he said he's not one. He you think he made it, or is it? Is it
0: just for clicks? Because you know it's going to blow up it's and people are going to have to watch undisputed.
1: It's one. It's got to be for clicks. Right? Oh, for clicks. I cannot stand. It's got to be Rayless. for clicks. There's no way you believe that.
0: Nah, I fucking hate him. He's the worst.
1: You got to feel uh, bad for
2: for Dak though. I mean, absolutely. It, it's just a situation where, like, nothing, nothing health wise has gone right for him. Uh, and he's, I mean, when he's healthy, he's productive. Like, boy, can sling it. Um, but it just feels awful. To be honest with you, he's never in really Canada.
1: been in the right system or had the right head coach since he's been in the NFL.
0: I think they just need a fresh start across the board. I don't think Kellen Moore should be the OC. I think McCarthy should go. I think it's just, it, most of all, Jerry Jones needs to he's get out of town. To. Yeah. I think the thing holding the Cowboys back the most is Jerry Jones and I don't think he cares. I don't even know if he, uh, if he knows I don't it. think he knows well, it. I, I really is, don't. I think he
1: goes that big. Now do you, do you think too. if he stepped down as GM and just owned the team it would be better or do you think he still micromanaged too much?
0: What, what is his son going to be the I mean, GM then? That's pro- I don't think. that's Yeah, gonna help. that's what I was about to say. It'll just be yeah. Stephen Jones stepping up into that role. I don't know if that's going to be a a, a win for the franchise or the fan base. Or the, you
2: know, and you not. know what's you know what would happen? He's going to do whatever Daddy yeah, tells that's him true. to do.
1: One hundred percent. He'll never sell it. No a team. chance. No. Can't.
0: Mm-hmm. But I, I think some some self reflection is to happen and know that he is the reason he's holding the Cowboys will never be you know anywhere close to a Super Bowl contender as much as anybody else wants to say it. Um, I saw a few analysts had the the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. No shot. We put the Titans in it too because the rosters are very similar. Like what? What about the Cowboys? Just stands out at you. Titans roster is so, better,
1: honestly.
0: Make a case. You can make a case. Um. So now, we look forward to Buffalo Monday Night Football. I am excited about that. I can't lie, Buck Aikman. Say what you want. I'm a fan of that duo. I mean, yeah, I
2: I am too. I think they're. I, I we don't get to hear them call Titans games Ivers. very yeah. often. Good point. Uh, so, it, it'll be it'll be pretty cool I think to hear them. God, that's hear a them stat. Chris,
0: when was the last time a Buck Eightman duo called a Titans game? There's no time. It had to
1: have been a Titans Cowboys game. But
0: I don't know. I think at some point along the way maybe they've come to Nashville for like a 325 Titans Packers or somebody. It's possible. The Titans were on
1: Fox against the Packers 4 years ago in Nashville, but I do I remember mean, that game was uh Oh, hold
0: on a minute! You know it well. They did not just here last year. They they did Thursday night football, didn't they? Oh, you yeah, right?
1: they did. yeah. Yep.
0: That, so, yeah, they did. Yeah, I'm over here thinking that yeah they did Thursday night football. So it was that it was that Niners game. Oh,
1: I think I think Kenny Albert did the Titans Packers game when it was on Fox.
0: Yeah, I think that yeah they did Thursday night football too. So, um, again, we talked about it a second ago. Bills still look Bro, he's nine
1: and a half point dog.
0: I don't know where your loyalty lies, but I I see some some value with the Titans there. They've had the Bills number the last few seasons. Um, it's an AFC matchup. I would not call them rivals by any means, but these are familiar. The phones. Bills
1: look at it more as a rivalry than the Titans do, I think.
0: I think so, too. I think I think the B- Bills fans probably want this game more than anybody.
1: Yeah, because they look at the yeah. Music City Miracle and they look at the last two seasons.
0: Yeah, I mean,
2: it, and they weren't perfect in that first game. You know, Josh Allen threw a couple uh, picks. There were – I think there were two fumbles. James Cook um, had one. One or two. I know uh, – I know Cook – yeah, James Cook had one. I think Moss had one, too, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it was a fun game to watch, though. I mean, that is – Josh Allen is an absolute stud. Um, I've been saying it for years. I think he's one of the best quarterbacks that I've seen play the game in a very long time. Um, but it was it's he's he's not mistake free, and and I think that's where hopefully the Titans can take advantage of it. Um, I like to see you know three or four turnovers uh, from this defense. Um, and and then three or four, yeah, I think it's possible they get they had four if if I'm not mistaken I think they had two fumbles, so that's four turnovers that they had in that game.
0: Yeah, but how often can the Bills or you know how that's something they'll work on to clean things up. I'll be happy with two. I would too at max. i be cool. happy off. with two. Two's cool. Now, four. I, oh god, because that's, that's gonna I, I, a lot. but. But I, I don't cool, I don't though. think
2: you I don't think
0: you beat them with
2: two. I think you're going to have to get three or four to beat them. I you think... have to win the turnover battle, and you're going to have to win it handedly, I think. And and, and that's kind of the point I'm making is in that, like, this is this is such an a elite-level offense and elite-level defense that the Titans are facing that you're going to have to force turnovers. You're going to have to force mistakes. You're going to have to take advantage of those situations.
0: So they put up 413 yards on the Rams, um, 292 through the air, and 121 on the ground. Scored 31 points against Los Angeles. But yeah, they look sloppy at times, too. You're right. You're 100% correct. Uh, Defense did hold the Rams to 243 yards, so... Um, I think this is one of those games that you need your Robert Woods. You need your Traylon Burks. You need Derek to have a good game.
1: Everybody's got to be on.
0: Under the lights, man, Monday Night Football. That's when you you want your guys to to shine the brightest, to play the best. You're on national television. Again, I think this team, my hope is that they prepare great all week long. They're pissed off at the performance they put put on, the second half especially. They all know they, they let one get away. Um. And again, maybe the the rest for the Bills I, I mentioned earlier. Maybe they play a little sloppy, they come out rusty. You gotta take advantage of it. A seven nothing, ten nothing, first quarter That's for the win. Titans. That's a Huge win. Huge win. You gotta capitalize off that though. But, um, bowl predictions. Any bowl predictions for Monday night?
1: Hmm. Titans hold Josh Allen um, to under to under three hundred and twenty five total yards rushing and passing.
2: Ooh. You said three twenty-five yep, total 325 total. Total. Yeah, that's a good one. Um I I'm you know, I just talked about it. I'm gonna go uh defensive side as well, and I think uh three players have picks
1: on Josh <laughs> Allen. <laughs> you want to say who for bonus points or no? Uh, I'm going to go
2: three players um, for my official prediction, but I think KB, Hooker, and McCurry ah, gets like his that. first career. I like
1: that.
0: All right. I'm going to say Jeff Swain has 130 Stop. yards Stop. for CD. shut <laughs> up. Delete. Um,. I'll be pissed if he has 10 yards receiving. I'm going to go. Traylon Burks scores his first right. touchdown.
1: That would be sick. That would be really cool.
0: So I go. Traylon Burks scores his first NFL touchdown Monday night in Buffalo.
1: That's a good one.
2: I think we're going three for three this week, boys. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: Chris. I hope yours so we is right. Okay, I hope yours this? is one or three.
2: We went 0 for 3 last oh, week. Uh, I had Traylon at over 75 yards receiving. He had 55. You had McCreary will have an interception. Uh, and Austin had Derek with 125 yards rushing.
1: Dang, man. You're definitely the closest.
2: I should. It should have been blown out of the water, if we're being honest. The way he played and the the lack of snaps mm-hmm. he
0: had. Chris, I think uh, we need to start getting some some theme music for this uh, name that I Titan. Like Something we need to work on. It. We should. Uh, we'll get some yeah. theme music moving forward for Name That Titan. Um, we can do it. You, you I'm in. Play? I'm always in. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Again, Name That Titan for those that are listening to the podcast. It's a game we play each week, and it's a former Titan, current Titan. uh, And I will give hints, and these two will try to guess who that Titan was. Last week, came down to the wire. Brett got it done. So, I think we're 1-1 on the season. Um, Yeah. Chris has one, Brett has one. Yeah. I think you're right. And you got us once.
2: One's across the board. Hey, 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 one's across the board. Oh, you
1: stumped us with Cam Wake. Cam yeah, or Wembley. Wembley, sorry. Cam Wembley. Yep. Yeah. All right.
0: Here we go. If you're listening, have fun. This player is drafted in the second round in 2011. By the Titans? By the Titans.
1: 2011?
0: 2011. Okay. 2011 by
2: the Titans. Second round, 2011.
1: Mm. Can I guess? Justin Hart. Chris? I don't have
2: a
0: guess yet. Yet? Oh, you're not going to guess at all?
1: No.
0: (laughs) Okay, no guess? Uh, No, that's not right. He won Super Bowl 49. Okay. Super Bowl 49,
2: okay. Hmm. I remember that's a good one. Hmm. Uh, Jason McCourty. Chris. J Mag, is that right? Uh, J mac was a six round pick, yeah. I believe, wasn't he? I didn't know was if was he was... No, hey, J Mag yeah, was a 6 round pick. Huh? some Jason, Jason McCourty was a pick. Was he first round pick. No, he wasn't. His his brother was. Wasn't he? Jason McCoury was a first round pick for the Titans. Was he not? Was he? No. Wasn't his brother a higher pick than him? Six round.
0: Who am I thinking yeah, of? His... I don't know. His brother I mean, was I'm a higher thinking pick. of Kenny I'm thinking of Kenny Britt. They both went <laughs> to Rutgers. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Completely two different players, but I was thinking of Rutgers. Oh, uh, sorry. No, well, not just McCourty. All right, this player had nine sacks and two interceptions in his career with the Titans.
2: Nine sacks, two interceptions. Correct. Gerald McCrath. Ooh. Brett?
1: That's a good one, Chris. That's a good one. Um, I don't think Gerald won a Super Bowl. I'll
0: have a guess. Okay, this one may give it away. He played college football at UCLA.
2: That's Ron Verner. Did no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Yeah, I think he did. Sounds right. 2011, nine sacks, UCLA. Who's the Titans drafted out of UCLA? Yeah.
0: Was that the last hint? Last hint. Any final guesses? Last hint. We got four. I could give you one more. I could give you his jersey number. That even may give it away. Uh -uh. Final guess. Defense. Nine sacks, two interceptions. Maybe played college football at UCLA. Won Super Bowl forty-nine. Man. And drafted in the second round in twenty eleven. I'll give you. This may not help you. The first round pick that year was Jake Locker. Third round pick that year was Daryl Casey.
2: Yeah.
0: (sighs) That'll help you or not? I guess it won't. I like it. Then want to give it away. Who was drafted? I'll give you this too. This player played for five different teams. Huh. Journeyman. He was. Last hint though. That's all I got.
2: Man, I feel stupid. I remember exactly where I was when Jake Locker was drafted. I don't know what I was doing that next day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a defensive player. All right, man. I feel. I just feel dumb. I think
0: I stumped you? My favorite part is just, there's somebody in the car right now screaming. They know who this is. They knew it oh, the first so hint. They knew the first hint. Yeah.
2: Oh, man. I, oh, man. I can't remember his name. I think I know who
0: this is. All right. I'm just like, ready. We're
2: taking too much time. I get yep. it.
0: Y'all ready? Akeem Ayers. Dang it. He was at UCLA. He won the Super Bowl with the Patriots. The Titans traded him to the Patriots for a. Uh, it was Akeem Ayers in a seventh round pick, and the Patriots sent back a sixth round pick. Yeah, Patriots Seahawks was that year. That was the the Malcolm f- Butler year. Key Bears Achieve- loved that guy too. I was a big. I
2: guy did like Achieve- the Key Bears, Bears too,
0: guy. I was too. Hmm, that was a good uh, one. Until next week, boys. Until next week. Um, listen, the season did not start off like we wanted it to. A lot of ball left, and we can only. Turn our sights now to week two, Monday Night Football in Buffalo should be rowdy. Bills Mafia will be ready to go. We have to be ready to go too, all week long. Let's turn our turn our frown upside down. Get it going again. The boy, hey, the boys, they'll bounce back. I believe it. They'll bounce back. always have.
2: I, I hate that we have to wait till Monday for redemption. Like I do too. That extra day just feels like a, a gut wrenching situation. There. I do too.
0: All right, for Chris Carter, for Brett Bachelor, my name is Austin Nelson. We appreciate you guys, as always, listening to the Second in Victory Podcast. Again, get us on Spotify, Apple Podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hit follow, hit subscribe. Tell your friends, and tell their friends, and tell their friends. And follow us on Twitter at Second and Victory. Until next time, tighten up. Tighten up. What's up, guys? It's Austin with Second to Victory. In case you missed it, Music City Audible with Justin Melo and Justin Graver dropped earlier this morning, so go check that out. And don't miss the Mike Hernan Show later this afternoon. you got to get an insider pass to that. So go check that out at broadwaysportsmedia.com.